Hello, hello there. My name is Murray. I'm with my co-host, Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two ears. We're coming at you today. Uh, the, the day of recording is the 22nd of December, but this will be coming to your ear holes live on the 25th of December, Christmas Day. How do you feel about that, Corey? I feel I feel very merry, Murray. Good. Very merry. As, as always, I'm accompanied by my co-host, Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm not ill anymore. Excellent. You've managed to recover, but however, I feel like I may have got it instead. Yes. <laughs> I'm a bit achy. Over. My nose is going a bit. I'm not yeah. coughing. But I feel like I'm, I may be in the, at the start of something. It's um, traversed the radio waves. and It's what you it's said last week. Did you. You say, did you say this on the air last week? That whenever you, uh, yeah, you're going to get rid of it and I'm going to get you're it. You're going to get it, yeah. Yeah, that's what always seems to happen. You know, It's just bad, it's bad luck. Horribly yeah. bad luck. However, we're going to be coming to you on the uh, airwaves on, for all you siren radio listeners. And for everywhere else, you know, Google, Apple, Spotify, yes. everywhere you get your podcast, Amazon podcast, wherever you listen to us. Uh, we'll be coming at you on the 25th of December, which is going to be really amazing. We've got Christmas Day. We've we got have... loads of big dates this year. Yeah, we've got Christmas Day and we've got the 1st of January. Oh, it's fantastic. And very, very apt for the Christmas season. We're going to mm. be bringing you our review of pretty my favourite Christmas film. Yes. I think you're more of a Wonderful Life fan, true? Yeah, I, I, I mentioned this in the, uh, when we talked about Christmas films. It's definitely top three. Right. Is this film top three? Yeah, yeah, it, it at least gets a medal. Right, give right. Bring me the introduction then. What are we looking at today, Corey? Well, we're looking at a uh, uh, what was it the, the Christmas Battle Royale winner? Yes, his film, the Christmas Cracker Champion. That's what it was. The Christmas Cracker <laughs> Champion. Yes, as uh, Kermit, Kermit the Frog, or Bob Cratchit. Mm. It's the Muppets Christmas Carol. Ah, oh, the the perfect film as it is. It's such a great. Oh, it's such a wonderful. You know what? I sat down and I had a great time with this. It was really good. It's just a really good <laughs> holiday watch, and doesn't out doesn't outstay its welcome. No, perfect length. Yes. great character, great story. It's classic retelling of the of the classic Dickens story of Christmas Carol. Oh, mm. it's it's wonderful. It's such a oh, such a great. But I just had a really good time. It's been it's been a rare time when I've sat down and watched a film and just had a, a pleasant experience. I mean, this is the thing. I I think last time I saw this was i don't think i watched it last year it's been a good it's been a good couple years yeah and i forgot how like how how i guess how how fun it is but it still retains that very much christmas carol christmas yeah not i guess not scary but like even in this the the ghost of christmas to come it's still that kind of grim reaper ghost yeah yeah it's still that kind of like grim reaper you know it's not like it's not like the swedish chef or something (laughs) (laughs) but let before we get started in depth yes this film is if um you're in lincoln now aren't you still currently correct right it is on at the. Um, it's it's showing at the audience. Okay, you I've, can go I've and see this. There's um, there's an Odeon here in Derby where I am, and it's showing um, uh, tomorrow at uh, 10, 10, 20, 11, 20, uh, ooh, mm. 12 noon. I could go and see it if I want to. There you go. You can go watch it again. I can watch it at the cinema, which is fantastic on a big so, screen. I'm glad that they they rerun classic Christmas films, and this has become a this is 1992. This has become um, a classic for many people. Yes, the the Muppets Christmas Carol is one of the one of the best Christmas films ever made. No, say that without any hyperbole or bias whatsoever. Forty one years after the first Christmas Carol movie. Oh great! 1951. I know. I watched that for the first time the other day. The original. Yeah, it was on TV. Oh, fair enough. Very good. So it's. and this is the first film to uh, be produced and made after the passing of Jim Henson. Yes. Um, R.I.P., obviously. He's uh, one of the greatest visionaries of his time in not only practical effects, but also puppetry and animatronics and everything to do with that. And the film's dedicated to him. And it's a really, really heartwarming Christmas story, still with the emotion, yes. but still with the comedy that the Muppets, that the Muppets bring. Exactly. Now... We've got to talk about uh, some of the cast in this. Obviously, yes, we, we have um, we have our main Muppet players like uh, Steve Whitmire and Frank Oz are back in this. Well. I love Frank Oz, voice of Yoda, voice of Miss Piggy, <laughs> and all that. Yeah, and Jerry Nelson are all back. But we've got Michael Caine, 
we've got to talk about Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge in this as well. One of my favourite. This is this. We're going to go a bit some early trivia. Would you like some early trivia? Okay, what you got for me? This is one of my favourite. This is probably my favourite piece of trivia about the entire thing. Right. Okay. Um, before production began, Michael Caine yep. was in conversation with director Brian Henson, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pull out my Michael Caine impression off. It's not going to work, right? Okay, here we go. And Michael Caine says, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with a Royal Shakespeare company. I'll never <laughs> wink. I'll never do anything muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it's an utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. And Brian Henson replied, yeah, bang on. Okay. Do that. Enough. Yeah. Just act like there's no like there's no other puppets around you. <laughs> Just play it like you're completely dramatic. And he does. Do you and know he what? Does. He plays it serious. And that is the best want... way to do it. Do you know what my favourite thing is about your impression and kind of everyone else's mm. impression of Michael Caine? Yeah. Bez, I, I can't remember where it is. I've seen it before. There's an interview of Michael like Caine. Peter Sellers, yeah. Um, and he gets asked about, like, how do you feel when people do impressions about you? And, yeah. if, and he goes, like, oh, for some reason, everyone thinks I talk like this. And it's like, yeah. that's, that's everyone's impression of Michael Caine. Is he does Michael talk like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can only summon your Michael Caine impression by saying your name is Michael Caine. Yeah, exactly. That's what everyone does. I'm Michael Caine. You're going like, you make Michael your mouth like a, a square. It's, it's like a very square jaw. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's me. My name is Michael Caine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a movie star. I like to. I don't well work with puppets and muppety. I'm gonna go around with Kermit the Frog. You know. <laughs> he goes. There's. Nothing foolish than Merry Christmas. No one likes that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good Scrooge line, but I can't think of one. Um, um, oh, God. We are, well, other than Humbug. That's something yeah, like. but Humbug, yeah. Decrease for surface population. Yeah. That's one of them. Um, he does. Is it, it's the story. Everyone knows the story of Charles yes. Dickens' Christmas Carol. We don't need to gloss over the plot. No, we you, don't. Right? Everyone knows the story. Everyone knows the story. So let's, let's talk about some of our favourite parts. Um, we get the narrator. Yeah, the narrator is, is Gonzo. You yeah, do. As, Gonzo as and Rizzo. Dickens. So, yeah. As Charles Dickens and just Rizzo, who doesn't know the story. And Rizzo, who is completely um, oblivious. oblivious to the story events going on. And they give us, like, it's like intermissions. Yeah, little snippets of the narration by Gonzo um, as Dickens and Rizzo as well. They do, like, the comedy bit where, like, they're trying to sneak into the house and the gate's locked. Yeah. And they have to figure out how to get over or or Rizzo's like stuck in the stuck in the chimney. <laughs> Great bits like that. Real, real good bit of Muppet. That's what I mean. Like splices of Muppet comedy are in there. And even the songs. I still remember the song where Scrooge is walking through town. and We don't yeah. see his face. And all the Muppets are turning and singing at him. And then there's the bit where he gets up to the door and he turns around. And they're all still singing behind him and they all scatter away. <laughs> it's a it's, I... it, Mm. It's very good. The 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 world. I get what I say. The world building. The Victorian s kind of like world of this. I mean, obviously, it's it, if you've got Muppets and you've got people, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not like Scrooge is the only person either. But it, no. it somehow weirdly blends. It does. Normally, there's is, Muppets in the wilderness. But if yeah. don't question the philosophy. Don't question the fact that the cabbages and the carrots are talking. And yeah, and like the guy's got a, the guy's got a, a, a boomerang fish. Yeah. And the chickens are kind of the chickens are singing as well, but you eat the chickens and yeah, because there's the guys that oh, I've got fresh turkey and the turkeys pop out. Yeah, <laughs> and Swedish Chef is in it. He's... He is in it. He sings Christmas songs, doesn't he? He sings um, <laughs> he sings a Christmas song. I love Swedish Chef as well. Swedish Chef's great. Who's your favourite muppet? Come on, it's either. Swedish chef or it's oh. Beaker. Okay, okay. Beaker, are you a Beaker? The two that can't talk. <laughs> yeah, the two that can't talk. I, I like Statler and Waldorf. They're my favourite. Yeah, to be fair, if I think in the films, mm-hmm. if we're going strictly this film, I think they're my favourite. Oh yeah, Bob Marley and Marley. That's my, I love that yes. song. Marley and Marley. Whoa! Um, I love the world. Because I can't really remember them in Treasure Island. I know they're on like the bottom of the ship, like on like the outer bit of a ship, where like you normally have the head at the bottom. If you yeah. can kind of describe it. Um, it, but in this film, yeah, it's them too. Overall, I think it's Beaker Swedish Chef. I think okay. I, I just I like the slapstick of you don't know what we're saying. It's kind of funny. yeah. How does Beaker? Oh, Beaker goes like uh, Beaker goes meep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Flaps open and shut. Yes. 
Um, like the fish from SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, they like the fish from SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, but I like Stutler and Waldorf because they're just great. Because in the Muppet Show, they're like in the box, aren't they? In the box. Yeah, the they top. are. And they just heckle the show continually. I like to think that they're not a part of the show. They just keep buying tickets in the same place every single time. There's a joke. They make a joke about that, don't they? (laughs) I like to imagine they just keep buying tickets. At the show. And then (laughs) they laugh at the show. They go, there's a a moment of this show that I love every week. And the kid goes, what is it? He goes, the end. Yeah. You know, and they laugh like that. Oh, there's, there's a compilation of YouTube of all their just box segments. It's like half an hour. I also which... love that in this film, they appear again as um, they appear in the, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Fuzzy Wig's uh, party. Yeah, as like oh, as younger men. And they're, they're, yes. in the bo- they're in the box, aren't they? They're in the box the, again. They're doing the he, jokes. He does a toast. Yeah. And, he's, and then he's, he does it very quickly. He's like, oh, that was short. Because <laughs> they're arguing about how bad the toast was. Yeah. They're, they're really good. Yeah, we are and then really. we have uh, Fozzie Bear is in there as well. Correct. Th- this, it, this is the greatest piece of casting I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. the name of the character in the book yes. is Mr. Fezziwig. Yes. And they've changed him here to Mr. Fozziwig. Correct. And that is the greatest. It's almost like Charles Dickens knew <laughs> that <laughs> in some, I don't know, I, I, how, how old is the original book? God's, um, oh, more than say... more than hundred years. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say nine. Is it nineteen hundreds or eighteen hundreds? I don't find really... that out. Look it up. Um, yes. But it's as if Charles Dickens knew that in the future they're gonna have a character called Fozzie Bear, and he will be selected to play Mr. Fezziwig. So I'll make sure the name 18th, is nineteenth of December, eighteen forty-three. Yes, yeah, so and more than hundred years. Yes, um, nearly two hundred years. Yeah, nearly two hundred years in the future. They will have a character called Mr. Fozzy Bear, and he will be he will play Mr. Fezziwig. Or I'll call him Mr. Fozzywig, <laughs> which is absolutely fantastic. I love that. And of course, he owns his rubber chicken factory, and oh, wow. three chefs there. And he throws the why? What are you wearing at? Uh, what he called a robust, quick reaction among members of the school's district surrounding community to the decision to ban the even instrumental Christmas carol as evidence that the policy was hostile to religion. Oh, is it? That's just something completely. They barely mention religion in the book, don't they? Uh, that's something I don't know. Google. Oh, okay. Um, fair enough. <laughs> I think I think the is... saying is they banned it and then they kind of went actually we probably shouldn't ban it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. If you, if you, if I want you to know how the effects actually, let's talk about Christmas ghosts, shall we? Because the Christmas ghosts in the film, yes. we've got. Um, actually, when I was a kid, I remember the first two were absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah, I remember. Weirdly, the only ghosts I could remember look before I watched the film, I could remember Marley and Marley, and I could remember the ghost yeah. of Christmas Present. Oh, I remember. I remember Marley, Marley. I remember the ghost of Christmas yet to come because he was the big guy in the big hood, and he was like sort of scary. He was like mentally yeah, scary. Yeah, you see, I, I kind the un- of the unintentionally him. scary ones were the, the first two. The, yeah, the, the ghost of Christmas past. Floating baby head. Yes. Floating white baby head. Out, yes. I am the ghost. Ooh. You know, it's, it looks terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's um, uncanny it was an valley interesting effect. choice. Yeah. The a bit of trivia. Would you like a bit of trivia? Slash Go for trivia. It. Um, the effects made by that uh, ghost was created mm-hmm. um, by using a special puppet that operated in a tank of water and oh. was then green screened into the film, making it like it was floating. So it was like actually floating in water, but it's oh, okay. just like it's sort of moving and wisping around, right? Yeah. And I don't know why, but a human sized puppet just makes me freak out. Normally, <sighs> I normally I'd expect puppets to be like a small, like. Half yeah. size. You know how Fozzie Bear is like half yes. the size of a regular person? That makes sense. Imagine if Fozzie Bear was like six foot tall. <sighs> you see, I kind of get that. That would be scary, wouldn't it? You see, you I, I kind of get that. You expect puppets to be like short, like they're small, like Kermit. It's like how tall is Kermit? Like like two foot high? Yeah. Like he's short. Fozzie Bear's like, I don't know, three foot, like half the height of a normal person. But like a fully sized puppet, just no. I yeah, don't like that. He he is two foot, by the way. He, it's it's a giant, though, isn't it? It's sort of like in all yeah, the films, it's always a giant. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, but he's about as tall as Michael Caine. He's not even tall. As, he's, I don't think he's even tall as Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. it, in the it, shot, whether in the just, street, it's a Muppet. Um, 
a uh, Muppet giant. It's a Muppet Hagrid. That's all it is. Muppet Hagrid. Yeah, I guess he's a Muppet Hagrid. Did I get that right with Kermit's stats? He's two foot tall. Yeah, he's, he's literally 24 inches. Yeah, I thought so. I thought he was 32 <laughs> foot. Um, but that's what I mean, though. A fully a man-sized puppet is going to yeah. look creepy. And the fact he's like got that sort of puppet dead-eyed stare face <laughs> and he's going around jolly like, oh, this is Christmas. Oh, like that. Mm. And um, he's going around like that. And I'm, dear, yeah, it just freaks me out. I don't know why. It's just the uncanny valley of his puppet face. And then he just, I didn't, honestly, I honestly thought that, like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm confusing his death with, like, the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. But I thought his yeah. death was much more horrifying than yeah. him just going away to multi-blood sparkles. You see, it's, that's the thing, because I remember in the Jim Carrey one, I've weirdly seen a lot of different versions of Christmas Carols for, like, no yes. reason. Yeah, you have, yeah. But Jim Carrey one, the ghost of Christmas yet to come, terrified me. Because in the Jim Carrey one, there's like these two kids that are chained up underneath his legs. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a very it's... weird thing. Right. And I, and it, but like, I swear, I think that's a thing in other Christmas Carol movies, but it's not as scary. I think it's supposed to show that always, you know, like poor people around. And it's like, this is what's going to happen is the streets okay. are going to be poor. You're not going to help people. Mm-hmm. But with Jim Carrey one, decided to make it overly terrifying. So I was like, oh, are we going to have like weird Muppet? But no, it doesn't show up. It's just like literally a hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a hood. It's just a weird Nazgul. Right. I'm going to keep so, roping in other, other, yeah, other sure. works. Yeah, sure. Keep bringing fiction. in connections. <laughs> would, you like a little, would you like a little bit more trivia on the way? Uh, what, what is this about another ghost? Is there something? Uh, no, it's not. It's about a weird line. A weird line. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you can look very closely um, in one of the crowd sequences, uh, mm. one of the Muppets in the background is a lobster hanging out of a basement window. And uh, this is a reference to the um, Charles Dickens line in the book, which is like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. Okay. Let me see if it's I can do it. Of, weird turn of phrase. But uh, <laughs> there we go. And towards the end of the film, during like the big street party end of the film, yes. um, there's a shop haberdashery called uh, Stolter and Mordor. Okay. After the two uh, Muppets, there, my favourite two Muppets. So, this was originally planned to be a television special and not a film, which I honestly think the film format is better because all the more, like Treasure Islands and stuff like that. Yeah. So, there's much, so it's got much more. It's got a better format. Like, it's like an hour and a half. It's not. It's not yeah, long, exactly. Which I feel like is great because the Muppets are the Muppets are really good with their films. At least are really good when. They're that when they're that length that's digestible and because I remember they used to put it on like when you went to school did you have like like a common room where like there'd be like a TV and like sofas and stuff. Are you and... talking like secondary school? Yeah, secondary. No, we did used to have like we did used to watch films, but we didn't have a common room. It's just every now and then a teacher would put a film on. Oh right, okay. Well, we had like we had like. Um, a common room in uh, near where like the sports bit was like you know the, yeah. the sports bit, so, like, the football pitches and stuff like that we yeah. had like um it wasn't like one of those big trailer buildings where you have outside the school it was like its own building but like a part of it was like this room and there was like couches in there and you could go there at, like lunch or break or whatever right yeah and around christmas they'd always put on muppets christmas carol because they would just be on there people would just watch it and I'd find when, you know, when secondary schoolers can get along and watch Muppets Christmas Carol together, then you've got something. Yeah, we so, never had that. We just had, like, sometimes near Christmas, they'll be like, right, you're supposed to have drama now, drama and music one at the same time. Mm. They'll just kind of, like, swap every single week with what you had. And I'm like, right, okay, drama will show, I think, I think one year drama showed Frozen and the music Frozen? class showed like Greece or something. And then oh, you surely decide... you'd have Frozen on in the music class because Frozen has music in it. Well, it, it, it was just a room. It was in the, in the music room is what was, was one film, and the drama oh, okay. was the other film. And you pick what room you want to go in and you watch a film. Um, oh, yeah, art did enough. it. We had Wreck-It Ralph in art at one point. Nice. Um, I think. So, like, occasionally in German, we watched a, a lot of movies in German for some reason. Mm, mm. Um, but we never had, like, a common room. It was just, you have this lesson, we're going to watch yes. a movie. Mm-hmm. And you can go to another classroom that's showing a different movie if you want. Oh, <laughs> fair pick, enough. Pick a film. That sounds fun. It was all right. Oh. I just kind of picked where my friends were. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, another, bit, another piece of trivia. Gonzo yeah. is only called by his name in dialogue once. Every other time he's called yes. Charles Dickens. Yes, he is. Oh. So, and, um, and unlike the books, 
Um, and in the other film adaptations, um, Bob Cratchit is um, Scrooge's sole employee in the books. But um, yes. in this one, he's also employed by several of the rats that are like yes, Rizzo's yes. mates. Yes. So, and I like the, the one of my favourite jokes, a joke that will still make me laugh, is um, the is the joke where um, all the rats are in the party outfit. The rats are in like the party outfits or whatever when Scrooge turns around. Yeah. And, I really like that. That's still funny to me. So, and the ju- there's not a lot of Miss Piggy in this film, is there? Just as no. a note. No, it's not. She's the wife of. Uh... Here we yeah. go. There's a bit of trivia at the end. I didn't even see this. Miss Piggy only makes her uh, first appearance 53 minutes into the film. Yep. So she's not in it for much. No, she has. What is it? There's the bit when they're saying cheers to Mr. Scrooge and she gets mad. Yep. There's a bit at the end where she thinks he's going to get fired. So she has to go with him. Yeah. I, I, that's all I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So, um, and even to this day, Michael Caine, he doesn't think of it as a flop. He thinks this is one of his most memorable roles. It, yeah. It, so. It, it's not a flop. No. No. Well, you thought you think an distinguished actor like, you know, Sir Michael, Sir well, Michael yeah. Caine. We think, oh, Muppet film. I'm not interested in, in <laughs> bit, just talking about that. But no, he seems to really love it. I, I can guarantee people of like maybe our age, I, I can guarantee you. No from this. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they would have seen this film. They might not have seen any of his other stuff, but they would have seen this one. No, exactly, exactly. And I love that. I love that when respectable actors can sort of take their level down a bit and, and yeah. be in films like this with the Muppets, and, but, but still enjoy it. And even uh, there's another piece of little trivia down here that this is actually Brian Henson's um, directorial debut mm. and halfway through production, Michael Caine didn't know this because he just thought he was an established director and then when he found out it was his debut, he was, he was impressed by his work so far. So oh, that's good. Still, and I really like Brian Henson because I think he's, um, he must be, he must be Jim Henson's son or a relation. I think he is his son, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. He is his son. Sorry. <laughs> I thought so. I was going to look there. it up. I was going to look it up yesterday when I was watching the film. Yeah. I forgot to. I just assumed it was, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it is his son, yeah. Because I think he did work on um, the Dark Crystal prequel series. So, um, yeah. And I think I think even his son is... Um, I think even his son now is, like, working on um, stuff for, like, the Jim Henson Company. Because like, they still do, like, puppet work and practical effects and stuff like that. Mm. They still do those um, to this day. So let's talk about a bit of the box office, shall we? Oh, a little bit of the box like office. Yep. Um, we've got uh, got a five million a take from, okay. which which isn't which isn't bad. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and then ultimately it grossed twenty seven million in North America. Yep. So, and and a critical response. It's pretty. I feel like branching over when you give it a quick Google. It has mm-hmm. pretty good, uh, you know, 76% Rotten Tomatoes, which is nice. Um, and 7 out of 7 on uh, um, 7.7 out of 10 on IMTV. But we know the only, we know the real score that matters, Corey. Mm. You can forget all these rotten, rotten potatoes and IMDb nice. and Metacritics or whatever. What's the real, what's the real score that matters? It's, it's our score, Murray. Yes, the real rating. It's the real rating. Acclaim. Now, when you were thinking about this, did you put any thought into this? I, I, I thought about it. And I was trying to think of what I'd give it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going back and forth. Like I said, I've seen, I kid you not, in the past month, in the past about three weeks, I've seen three different versions of A Christmas Carol. Right. Okay. So you've seen the original Christmas Carol. So the original one, I saw the Muppets one, and, and seen... I, w- I went to go watch a theatre production of A Christmas oh, Carol. Oh, wow, Mr. Fancy Theatre Production of A Christmas Carol. Um, it was very good theatre production. Um, did you? Did, was it, yes. was it, was it, uh, did you enjoy it? It was very good. Oh, excellent. It was very good. Um, so I've seen three different versions. What's your favourite? That's what I was, I was trying to stack up between right. okay. what do well, I like. There's the experience of sitting at home and watching a film, and then the experience there of is. going out and seeing a theatre production. And bit, exactly, because once you've seen it... Was it busy? That's it. That's it. Uh, it was... Oh, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't like a big production. I don't oh. know how many people would have was been there. Was it like an indie house? 50 to 100. Really? Oh. It was in Lincoln. Oh, right, <laughs> it was, okay. 
um it's like a but it's like a, a small kind of touring production thing that was going around the uk oh, okay 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 um so i say yeah, yeah probably like 50 to 100 and we went and it was very very good it, it is good though being in a, in a theater environment and seeing a stage in front of you i do like mm. theaters where they move the stage and it's one small square and they move everything around it's very nice no really very interesting um the original one's good mm. i quite enjoyed it it's got very good like old school effects and mm. ways of masking on film and it's very mm. technical and very kind of good um I'm trying to think what other versions i've seen we're doing carry one i remember being okay right um, i think did you quite, watch that one as well recently i was quite no i was quite young when i watched it. i watched it in cinema when it came out okay. um and i've not seen it since i remember it being okay but i do remember it terrifying me mm. <laughs> i remember that we watched um we always had like an we had like a christmas film assembly or whatever when we were in oh, very yeah. young years of secondary yeah and we'd always watch um what's the film with the train uh, where Tom Polar Express. Is, yeah, we watched Polar Express. <laughs> Polar and Express. that always terrified me because I always thought they looked like the Jim Carrey uh, Christmas Oh, I love, Polar, I love Polar Express. We should, we should we'll look at Polar Express next year. How about that? You got it. I can't remember. Something about tea. Okay. <laughs> Something about tea. No, it's hot chocolate. It's hot, hot chocolate, chocolate I think. Yeah. Um, and it's Tom Hanks and he's a real, and he's a, like a, he's a See, weird that, that doesn't CGI bother me. man. That like CGI where it kind of looks like someone but doesn't, that's never bothered me. I don't Uncanny mind Valley doesn't bother you. I refuse to believe that. That animation does not bother me at all. Oh, okay. Um, it was, yeah, I remember Jim Carrey on being okay. I've mentioned this last time, actually. There's uh, The Man Who Invented Christmas, which is another version of A Christmas Carol, kind right. of. Right. That was okay. a really good version. Okay. Um, but that's more about Charles Dickens writing the book. Yes. And rather than the actual book itself it's a very good adaptation but the muppets one stands out very very well i've seen another version of christmas carol as well and i can't remember which one it is i think it's from like the 70s or something mm-hmm. it's there's so many different versions of that film <laughs> of that book it's so yeah funny. um so but but the, of the three you've seen this year let's say yeah. these past few weeks yeah. give me like what was what would you what would you rate them what would so, you put them in order? Put them in order for me. Let's not give our real rating of Muppets Christmas Carol just yet. Let's. Oh. Can you weigh them up? Okay. In my opinion, the. Oh, it's really hard because I'm like, I like the Muppets one. The first, mm-hmm. right. The first one, however, was really good. And part of me is thinking, because it's the first one, I'm like. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of started it all. And it's almost like it's a classic. It's like, okay, if we make a remake, sometimes maybe the remake's more acclaimed, but mm-hmm. the first one is what started it. Um, think of your recent stuff, you know, it's like it's like a, your Spider-Man and stuff, stuff like that. And people might love Tom um, Tom Holland, but you need to remember it started with someone else and you've got to respect that. Um, yeah. Or it's like if a singer leaves a band and they get replaced by another singer who's also equally as good, you need to respect the first singer as well. Um, think ACDC. These are very uh, ra- these are very roundabout references, Corey. This is how um, my brain works. All right, it's like okay. ACDC. It's like yeah, the first singer was really good. Second singer comes around. Everyone prefers the second one, but you got to respect the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, or Iron Maiden. Anyway, so part of me is thinking right. The first the first one is a classic, and it's very good. And even today, it's still I, I was watching it, and it's still it's still held up. I was I think I was sitting at a table, um, drawing. And it got it grabbed my attention enough for me to look up and go, oh, it's Christmas Carol. I'm gonna. Um, this looks interesting enough for me to watch. The theatre production is the theatre production, and it can't be. I can't describe how it is because you can't see it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's done. You know, it, it won't. Be, it's never the same. It's done. It's finished. Yes. I I, I enjoyed it. Um. I don't know. The Muppets one's very good and very fun, and it's. it's I like the musical aspect that Muppets bring to films because obviously you're not going to watch other Christmas carols and have like five or six different songs yeah you might get like one or two <laughs> you might get yeah, yeah. carols and whatever mm-hmm. um the Muppets one is fun if you ask me which one would I rather go back and watch mm-hmm. I think I would either re-watch the theatre production just because mm-hmm. the theatre production is fun or yes. if I had to pick the Muppets one or the original one I think I would re-watch the Muppets one however if you haven't seen the original which I assume most people haven't no no go I don't know why you'd watch it but go watch it somewhere it was right. on TV when I watched it so at some point it'll probably be on TV again oh fair enough 
<laughs> yes, as far as the Muppets Christmas Carol goes, yes. let's give it a rating. I think yeah. it will be fairly strong. To make some predictions, these will be fairly strong ratings, I think, from us. It's, it's, it's definitely strong. I don't okay. know how strong. I think yours is going to be higher than mine. All right. Well, first of all, it's, I'll just tell you it's not a 10. No. Because we're reviewing it now. Yes. So we might have a short look at it next well, year. Well, we can perhaps. give something a 10 if we're reviewing it. Okay, are you sure? I gave Star Wars Visions 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we can give something. Maybe I should. No, no, I'll stick, I'll stick with the rating of my original rating. Um, but, but I feel like, I'm just going to say next year, we'll have, an, we'll have a little shorter look at this. Maybe half an episode or whatever. Yeah. So we'll have another look at this next year. But, um, and see if our thoughts hold up now to this see film changed, that was made yeah. in 1992. Which I feel, like, I feel like I'll be pretty set in my thoughts every year if we talk about this well, I you, love watch it it. It's great. you watch it every single year i do it's my it's my every single year christmas film my mum has home alone and yeah. i have Muppet's christmas carol oh you see we normally watch what and Gromit. oh oh really what's one on christmas oh every nice. year yeah normally yeah. it's the one i don't know why every time on christmas day it's the one where it goes to the moon looking for cheese yeah exactly we've got the cheese grommets it's yeah, Jeez, normally it's worse than Gromit. A bit of Wensleydale. When, Wensleydale. And they go in the rocket to the cheek yeah. to the moon. And there's like, that the, the little robot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love a bit of Wallace and Gromit. We should do that, Wallace that, and Gromit episode. Our, we will do. That's our go-to. At is, some point. Okay. We'll do Wallace and Gromit. My rating, very strong, 9.5. Yeah, I was going to uh, I was gonna go about 9. No, okay, that's nice. Solid, solid it's, rating. Yeah. That is a solid rating for Muppets Christmas Carol um, with a nine point five and a nine. Yes. So it's not got it's not got to the ten. No. Just because I feel like if we if I gave it the ten, I was like, well, it's this is a, this is a very solid Christmas film. Is it deserving of a ten? Absolutely. Mm. But am I gonna give it a ten? Mm, no, nine point five. I feel like is a, is a, is a still a very. It's nothing to be nothing to be frowned at. We've had some big hitters recently. We have, we have some very big <laughs> really games So maybe it's, next year. Exactly. I mean, it's got a nine point five. I gave Sting in the Rain a nine point five. Mm. Um, I mean, you you recommended Daredevil. Let's ignore that one. That got three. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah. So yeah, we've had we've had some big we've had some big scores, especially yeah. like Star Wars Visions has got ten. That's happened 10. this year. I feel like will will a ten only happen once a year? Because didn't um Well we've uh, had no we've had two this year. Oh right, okay, we've had two this well, year. Very interesting. School of Rock was this year, I'm pretty yes. sure. Visions was this year. I can't remember when you did Rogue One. Rogue One was last year, I'm pretty confident okay. Rogue One was twenty twenty. So um or was it? I don't know. <laughs> Let me check. Have a look. Have a look. I'll, I'll 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 talk a bit about more more about Christmas Carol while you check. Yes, I'll um, search up our YouTube channel, which you can go and check out on. Oh YouTube. yes, go to our YouTube channel, please. We need the subscribers. Go uh, to our YouTube where's channel. Where's Rogue One? We need views. Oh, no, not Rogue One. Where's Where's the episode where you recommended Rogue One, which is probably the one before Rogue One? Yes, most likely. Uh, remember, the automatic well, clause of the real show is: if it gets ten, we have to review it. Yes. Was it this one? Did you recommend it here? He's going to give it a look. He's going to give it a look. I am. Um, but other Muppet properties do really well. We may look at Treasure Island at some point. That would be great, I think. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to look at Dark Crystal whenever that comes around. Um, we were going to because of the release of um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. But since that's been cancelled by Netflix, screw them. Since that's been cancelled by Netflix, we aren't going to look at the series. But um, we may look at the actual 1982 film, Dark yeah. Crystal, eventually. Um which would be a uh, fantastic look at. One of my favourite films ever. I've still got the um, the ultimate visual history, the source book, and the art book. Nice. Um, it's sat behind. It's sat behind me. So, is it here? Is it? Is it, was, was it I think it's the start of the year. You Would think you it's the right? start of the year? Well, Rogue One is definitely this year. The episode right. is. I'm slowly going back. Right. It's three a year. I'm not sure. Um, no. Well, I, okay. We so have that, to cover you're it. recommending. We have to cover the ten. I think it's very hard for something to. It is to earn ten, especially. I feel like we've become more. We've we've either become more lenient or we've become less lenient. I feel like yeah. we're starting to become less lenient on our tens. 
Uh, possibly. Yeah. Like, I would have given this a 10. But I feel like um, Morbid's Christmas Carol, it, it's, de- it, it's definitely the best Christmas Carol film I think out there. I'm going to say that with confidence. I think it's the best Christmas Carol film out there. You got Disney Plus. You go into any of the literally any of the Odeons in the UK in the next couple of days. Um, you can go and watch it there in the mornings. So, yeah. and this will be a Christmas, and this will come out on Christmas Day as well. Are you doing something special for Christmas Day? Any hopes? I'm, Corey? I'm, at, I'm at my girlfriend's for Christmas Day. Oh, excellent! Are uh, you going to be celebrating there? I am. I'm going for Christmas dinner with the family. Oh, excellent! That sounds good. That sounds um, good. And then spending Boxing Day with my family. Oh, great! You're having you. You told me before you're having two Christmases. Yes, that that's my plans. Christmas Day with with my partner and her mm-hmm. family, and then Boxing Day back home. I, I get to, I get to open my presents a day late, but that's fine. I don't mind. Oh, that. yeah, sure. Well, I think the traditional day, having the traditional day with no presents, is quite is quite freeing, don't you think? Uh, being being older now, I know what I'm gonna get because I've asked for it. And yeah, of I've, I've had to order some of my own presents. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Um, actually, so it's not even much of a surprise. So I'm no. like, I don't mind waiting another day. Well, yeah, you know exactly. You're in for it. You know, you know what I've, um, yeah. you know what I've bloody got you. So exactly. <laughs> Is it right? I don't say what I've got, but yeah. has it's arrived today? Has it not? As yes. we're we recording this. Yep. Don't open it. Just leave it. It's right next to me. Right, good. Is it in like a package? Is it? Has uh, it been it's packaged? A, it's it's in a it's in a cardboard box with right, royal good. mail on it. Okay, good. Right, don't open it. Oh, leave it to Christmas. Right. Yes. So send me a picture when you've when you've opened it. I'd like That'll to be see my it. first Christmas gift. I'll open that and then not open any movers for my family till the day afterwards. Right, great. <laughs> well, you're gonna open mine on Christmas Day. Oh, I'm blessed by that, Corey. Oh yeah, I'll open it in the morning on Christmas Day. Thank then... you very much. That'll be your Christmas present from from me. Merry Christmas. Yes. Um, mine hasn't arrived yet, just to say. Um, <laughs> but I am a bit further on in the UK, so mine will probably come tomorrow morning. Then. It'll probably be arrived tomorrow. Yeah, I'm it's getting got up two early. days. It's yeah, fine. I'm getting up early tomorrow anyway, so I'll, it'll probably be um, tomorrow. But yes, um, back to back to Muppets Christmas Carol. Why don't yes. we? Um, if you have, did you take any notes on the film? I took a couple. I'll just run through. I did not. Right. Okay. Um, I like the atmosphere of the opening. I feel like it's amazing. Yes. The whole, the, as I said, the bit where Scrooge is walking through town and everyone's singing and everyone's singing after him and everyone like turns to the camera and does their own singers. Um, I feel like we shouldn't really question. I say we shouldn't really question the anthrop- the anthropomorph. Is that the right word? The anthropomorphizing of the Muppet world. Like um, cabbages and vegetables can speak, yes. but other things can't speak. Like books or um, candles, some inanimate objects can talk, but some can't. Yeah, I don't. Know, we shouldn't really question the the, uh, the Muppet world in that way. It's so yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's to be fair. I I didn't take any notes. The only things I was going to mention was. One, I like the fact that the Ghost of Christmas to yet to come is still a Grim Reaper thing, like in all the other films. Two, yeah, yeah. I wanted to mention Boomerang Fish because I thought it was funny. Mm. Um, and I think that was about it. It's just a really good. You know what? This might be the oh, it's one of the better, if not the best, mm-hmm. interpretation of Scrooge. Yeah, as, as in the character. Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah, well, Michael Caine does a, a fantastic job. It's, he does. As I say he's really he's the star, and the again this is the first film um, that doesn't have Kermit as the main character. He's true in a secondary role, and yes, I thought this was sort of they could have had Kermit, we couldn't imagine Kermit as Scrooge. That'd be that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? It would be. So instead, we've got Michael Caine. Michael Caine does a, a, a awesome job. So. Oh, I also wanted to mention the joke about the uh, eagle, and he's like, "Oh, this is the American way," and then he gets told that they're in Britain. Yeah, yeah. It's the British way. Yeah. Don't that's tip driver. Joke. That's a, that's the joke as well. Um, I like the, the sequence with the penguins. I know it's short, but I really that that's a really yeah. warm sequence. Where it's, oh, it's the uh, should I do the Kermit voice? Go go for it. Right, okay, I got to do the. Uh, how do I get into it? I've got to remember how to get into I it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's the it's 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 the penguins Christmas skating party. Yeah. Hello. 
Kermit the Frog here. That's kind of how the Penguin's you... Christmas skating party. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of how you got to get into Kermit. Hi ho. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. You do you do you do better Kermit than I do. Can you uh, say it's it's the Penguin's Christmas skating party? Oh God, I quite remember the line. Uh, it's the what was it? Penguin's Christmas skate. It, that's a tongue twister in itself. It's the Penguin's Christmas skating party. That's what it Jesus. says. It's the Penguin's Christmas skating party. There you go. See? Thank That's you. Great. I like I like how the only time I've ever busted out Kermit before was that um if you go watch our real show out of context, you can hear yeah. my other Kermit impression. Yeah, we're against against my uh my particular Borat. Yes, Borat. We're not gonna we're not gonna recite it here. But uh, and then the penguin the penguins don't even talk, do they? The penguins just make noises. Go, yeah, it's Mah. a very weird like thing of some some can speak, some can't. Talk. There's probably a reason why B can't speak. Swedish chef, I assume, is a joke because he's Swedish. Yeah, like he is speaking, but he's in <laughs> yes. Swedish. Yeah. Beaker, no idea. Yeah, the penguins don't talk either. They just go, bah, bah. Yeah. it makes penguin flapping noises. I don't, to be fair, I don't think the turkeys talk. I think they make just turkey noises. I could yeah, they just make gobble, gobble, gobble yeah. noises. Um, yeah, and I like we get the sort of Dickin, Dickensian versions of Muppet characters. Yes. I enjoy that as well. It's always weird to see Kermit walking. I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? How about you mention it? It is a little it bit, is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? I've got it in my notes here. I literally have it down page in my notes. I, do, I it is the, it is. Oh, and I quote, and I quote. I it is weird to see Kermit walking. You know what? I it didn't even it didn't even cross my mind that he's walking. He's but got now, legs. But he's now walking. that I now that I think back. I can't imagine Kermit walking. It's one of those things I'm like, it doesn't quite. It's because he's always, always sitting down. He's sitting down, or you can just see his top half. Yeah, it's because like he's always, he's always in anything. He's always sitting down. Always um, like film from the chest up, so yeah. you can't see his bottom half. But yeah, he's, but he's always, always, always sitting on something. You know. Yeah, exactly. Because he sings about um, one more sleep till Christmas. He has the the, the musical yes. number. He does. He's looking at the star and whatnot. Um, and he's he's, sta- he's walking. He's standing there. He's walking. Oh, it's that's weird. So weird. It's weird because puppets obviously normally are, especially Aren't the muppets. To yeah, walk. you're you're underneath, so you, you yeah. can't really make them walk because that's where your hand is. Yeah, it's like seeing and Yoda so walk or something. You know. Yeah, exactly. So normally, if you know someone's under the table with the hand in, inside mm. Kermit the Frog, whereas if he's walking, you can't do that. That's probably why it's weird. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm just talking about Puppet Yoda, not CGI Yoda. Obviously, CGI Yoda can walk, but Puppet yes. Yoda. It's Frank Oz, you know, and Mark Hamill's on a raised set or whatever. And yeah. Frank Oz is underneath puppeting, puppeting Yoda. So, and I've just got to point this out as well. Um, yeah. Because I've just found this. Um, okay. That, I think this is this is particularly, uh, particularly something. There's, um, I, I think... Last 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 year, sorry, not last yeah. year, two years ago, um, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. there was a BBC adaptation of a Christmas Carol, right? Okay. If you're familiar with this, there was a mini series. It had um, Andy Circus in it. I am not um, familiar with this. If you look right, okay, look it up. Look it up. Just put BBC Christmas Carol. BBC is it? Is it a television film? Yeah, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yep, got Stephen, it. Stephen Graham, Guy Pearce was in it as Scrooge. Yes. Um, Andy Circus, who I'm big, I watched it because Andy Circus was in it. And I'm a big fan of Mr. Circus. Yes. Um, it's a three episode thing. Um, it was supposed to be like dark, gritty, or Dickensian, or Ebenezer Scrooge is a really evil man and all. The, why is the, I assume ghost... Scrooge? Why has he got like his mouth sewn shut or something? I think that was um, I think that was like a nightmare sequence or whatever. Oh, okay. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like dark, gritty, or oh, really scary, or Christmas it's like Carol. it's like Victorian Gothic kind of. Yeah, thing. Victorian Gothic or Frankenstein yeah. Christmas Carol, or yeah, the all the every every article I read could not stop comparing this to the Muppet version. <laughs> and I was and I was that gave me such joy because I was like, they've tried really hard to make this dark and scary. <laughs> and, oh, everyone's afraid of the ghosts and our oh, he's, he's guy pierce plays it really cold and serious and he's like i hate christmas Ugh, you know and then everyone's comparing it to the Muppet version nice which, <laughs> which i think is a, which i think is 
amazing. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to mention that as well. That's another adaptation of Christmas Carol. I told you, there's so many. There is so many. many. I feel like we, I feel like it's one of those things that it's so, it isn't, um, oh, what's that word? I'll think of it, where like anyone can use it. Oh, uh, not royalty free. Yeah, it's royalty free, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, public domain. Yeah, public domain. Yeah, Christmas Carol, and I think all Charles Dickens characters are now public domain. It wouldn't surprise me. So, because it's, it's like, you know, 1847 or whatever you said. You so know, it's. How many versions of a total? 135. Wow. It's 135 versions. I'm pretty, I'm pretty of sure Carol. Charles Dickens characters are in. Are, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. It's like um, 80 years, 50 years after death or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, the works of Charles Dickens are all in public domain. Yeah, uh, so. yeah I mean, I guess it makes sense. Plus, I guess if it's if it's a Christmas Carol, that's a quick fly away. Let's make a Christmas film, Christmas Carol. Yeah, if you like, yeah, you can make Christmas Carol, but they're in space. You know, you can do Christmas Carol, but they're in a forest. Christmas Carol, but they're in a I don't know, twenty twenty one London. You can do something. You can do anything like that. Someone's basically, that. the yeah. world of adaptation is open for you, dear viewer. If yes. you want to, if I want to go out tomorrow and make a Christmas Carol film, I can. I mean, know. true. It's like Sherlock Holmes, that's in public domain and all. Exactly. So, I mean, but you can say that this means that the Muppet one, obviously, out of the 135, it stands out. There's only a handful that people can name out yeah. of the 135. That's a good thing. Exactly. I mean, if one in 135, that that's a fantastic achievement. You know? That's a fantastic achievement. And I definitely will be watching this version for many years to come. Yes. So... Um, and because it's it's one of my most loved Christmas films, it's always a good watch, always a fun watch, and it never lets you down. You know what you're going into, and that's what you get. Exactly. It does what it says in the tin, which is which is sometimes it does what it says in the tin is a great philosophy. Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol, what do you want? Christmas Carol story A and B, you want Muppets, exactly. and you get both of them. So it it, it really is one of um, one of the one of the great Christmas classics. So mm. classic films to watch this season. And first of all, let's give our give our viewers, listeners, a, a hearty Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays and a yep. Happy New Year and a um, Happy Life Day. Oh well, yeah, a merry it, it, will have to, it will have to be Happy New Year because we won't see them till the first. No, no, no. And um, we've got. And I thought we could have um, used some of this time to discuss uh, our um, sort of revered and intent revi- reviled review of um, the Star Wars holiday special but yeah. we'll we'll pass that on to next year shall we? Yes we will <laughs> Yes very quickly we'll pass that on to next year so Merry Christmas Happy uh, happy Hanukkah Happy Festag, Merry Festag as they say in Middleland and <laughs> um, a Happy Life Day to everyone as well Yes So I mean mm-hmm. it's a recommendation give your, give, your, give your Christmas wishes Corey It's well, yeah, it's, just, it's Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, you know. Yes, indeed. Short, short, simple. Don't and forget, it's it's weekly rec as well. Oh, indeed, yes. So, what is give give your weekly rec first of all, Corey, <laughs> before I get too carried away with the Christmas yes. goodbyes? God, you're getting you're getting too much in the festive season, Murray. I am. I'm getting you, too you want to go eat your up. you want to go eat, love, your, eat your mince pies. And I know. Your, I've got them ready, Corey. I've, I've got some and your mince turkey. pies ready, and my turkey, and my stuffing balls, and my. <laughs> and my uh, peas and blankets, and they're all set. But before exactly. I, I say my Christmas goodbyes, yes. what is your weekly rec? So last year it was my weekly rec for uh, Christmas Eve. I think we were on Christmas Eve. We are. We are. We were on Christmas last year. It was Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Um, I wh- I whipped out the old TV guide mm-hmm. and ranked it about how Jumanji was like only three stars in the TV guide. Yes. So today I've got the TV guide. Oh, excellent. Okay. Right. So what can the viewers watch, the listeners, well, watch this Christmas? couple things. First off, right, we are airing, hopefully, we should be airing 2 till 3 on Christmas Day. I'm just going to timestamp this just in case we end up getting moved to a different time slot. Yeah, yeah. Which is a very, very possible thing. I will we like don't want to cross-program. Exactly. I would like to put out, on Christmas Day, mm. I believe, let me try and find it as I uh, flick through all my uh, TV guide, because it's a TV guide. On ITV2, Murray, you're going to be a big fan of this one. Oh, yeah. On, I, on ITV2, 20 past three, Shrek the Halls. Oh, wow. Nice. Is nice playing. Uh, you also have on, I believe it's gold at 10 p.m. You have bottom. 
mm-hmm. a big fan of Bottom. I thought I'd mention that. That doesn't get enough love. Okay. Uh, I also thought I'd mention TV Guide uh, has given Ghostbusters their own rating. Have they? Yes, they have. And what now, is that? We both gave Ghostbusters a pretty decent rating. TV yep. Guide uh, agrees with us. They've mm-hmm. given Ghostbusters a uh, four stars. Oh, nice. Four out, out of five. A, what, out of a five? Four out of five. Okay, pretty good. So pretty about good. an eight. About an eight. Yeah. We, don't, we, don't, we don't do halves. So it's about an eight out of us. Okay. Uh, but we also gave uh, Scene in the Rain five stars. Right. right. But today, uh, I'm not recommending any of them. Okay. I'm recommending something else. Uh, on Channel 5, 10 past 3 till quarter past 6. Right, hit me. I'm recommending Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh. For the sole that. reason of, I opened the TV guide and thought, what can I find that is a great film? And I saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and it filled me with joy. So I thought, I'm recommending Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Right. We'd like to give it a real rating. Slap 9.5. What? Wow. It's that a near perfect film. It's, just, it's such a good film. tremendously high. It's such a good film. That's the you same know rating. What? Would you put Chitty Chitty like... Bang Bang on the same... Sorry to cut you off there. But would yeah. you put Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on the same level as Muppet Christmas Carol? Well, uh, I gave Muppets a 9, so I'd give it higher. <laughs> oh, right. I'd give it a 9.5. I don't know when I'd rate Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. A long time since I've seen it. But... You know what? I feel like, for me, it's similar to you with Muppets. I could watch for every single year. And it's just... It's a very, very happy film. Really? Yeah. Okay. Is, is um... it... Um... I suppose it's like a holiday season. It's got that sort of cheery aspect to it. Yeah, and it's it's just it's a fantastic, fantastic movie about an inventor whose inventions who like gets this other guy gets mistaken for an inventor. It's a very, very good, um, very, very happy film and a very joyous. It's got music. It's got songs. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Uh, weirdly. As a turn of events while recording this, I've just Googled Chitty Chitty Bang Bang to see when it came out, mm. 1968. Uh, as of recording, five hours ago, reported by the BBC, uh, Sally Ann Howes has passed away, aged 91 years old. She's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, well, there this we episode will go out to her memory. How about that? There's, a, there's another reason to go watch it at t- 10 past three. There we go. I believe I've got that correct. Go watch if you haven't seen it, which a lot of people my age and our age probably haven't, to be honest, which is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Go watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's a fantastic movie. It's a whale of a time. It's fun. You'll laugh. You'll mm-hmm. get the song stuck in your head because, of course, you will. The main song from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang will be in your head for for, for years to come forever. Mm-hmm. You'll, be, you'll be humming that down the streets. We'll uh, we'll dedicate this episode then to the spirit of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and to um, Sally Ann Howes. Exactly. So it's our best thing we can do, and we'll we'll wish you all a merry Christmas and a happy New Year from yes. us, the real guys, and from the spirit of the real show. Uh, have a very merry Christmas. It's a goodbye from me, bye, and a goodbye from Corey. I feel like there's only one way you can properly end this. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless everyone, every one of us. <laughs>